Hello, everyone, and welcome to Daily Newspaper Analysis, which is presented to you by Lawsico. Today, we will discuss two articles at length. Both are from the Hindu newspaper. The first article is titled as "Decoding Inequality in a Digital World." So, this article talks about as to how the digital divide, with which we were already struggling, has widened further because of the COVID pandemic, and which areas have been impacted the worst. The second article is a national health service in India. This article talks about the loopholes which we have been discussing several times in the healthcare system of our country. But what uniquely has been presented in this article is a comparison with the British system of healthcare and what are the points that can be adopted in the Indian system as well. And finally, we have the news in flash column. This news analysis is presented to you by me. My name is Shiva Khan, and I had completed my law degree, which is a BA LLB law degree from Law College, Dehradun, Uttaranchal University, in 2000. Year, I completed my degree with a gold medal in my batch. Also, I have been a national debater and a public speaker throughout my educational career. And here at Law Seeko, I work as the current affairs expert and the manager for free content and outreach. If you wish to connect with me, you can always find me on my Twitter as well as LinkedIn handles. The link of both has links of both have been shared in the description box. With this, let's get started with the article, which is first for the day. It is about the inequality in digital world. Now, something about this we have already been discussing since the time the COVID pandemic had hit specifically the Indian society, because as we know that the digital divide, which we were already struggling, was huge in the country, and after the advent of the COVID nineteen pandemic, it has even worsened in shape. For this. let me tell you what i what we generally mean by the meaning of the term digital divide now as we know by digital we specifically mean that anything that is related to the digital world that is digitized using of internet various technologies services such gadgets etc so all these things come and connote to the digital world and when we are talking about the divide which exists so it means that one part of the population of our country enjoys all the knowledge whereabouts and awareness about these digital era but on the other hand we have entirely different population in the country which is absolutely unknown about this thing let's say even in case of our families as well if we look at into our homes so if at all we are living into some joint families so the generation which is a millennial generation could be me and you any one of us also we are very much well equipped with the equipments for example we can use the phones the gadgets internet smartphones smartwatches laptops and desktops very easily we understand what the internet is how to make use of internet social media and all these things which we are doing for example even this news analysis which you are listening which you are looking at which you are analyzing this through this you're making use of internet and because you have the access of using various applications that is the reason you are able to use it but let's have a look at our grandparents if we stay with them so many a times if at all the grandparents are educated enough they might be able to use basic applications like youtube whatsapp etc but if at all we see that our grandparents are way too old or they were not really educated in the in their lifetime so we see that they have problem in even using basic phones like the smartphones also now this itself you know is giving an example of the digital divide that within a single family itself we see digital divide 
just imagine that how much would this divide be in the real sense in the entire population of 130 crores and that exactly is being what is talked about in this article is that this problem of the digital world the inequality in the digital world has it, it has become foldsome and has become really severe after the pandemic has come up in the society so the article says that the covid-19 pandemic has accelerated which means that it has increased the use of digital technologies in india even for essential services such as health and education with poor access now as we know that all the classes like for example the schools and colleges they have all taken the resort of online classes and even if we talk about the healthcare system so we have various applications we have various consultations that we take from the doctors and all which now we are able to avail through the internet services but again what we need to consider is that what part of the population is really able to do this let's take an example that when the online classes were started in the previous year many people faced this problem that they did not even have basic simple smartphones and internet connection so how do we expect them to really be part of the online classes which were taking place in the schools and colleges also if you talk about the healthcare system so many people did not have even the basic access to get used to these things and even they did not have the basic knowledge to use these healthcare services and that is why this has shown that it it is not like that the pandemic has hit hard on everybody rather some people that were that were in advantageous situations like for example the rich have become richer in this scenario as well and thus it is not only the digital inequality which is being seen rather the economic inequality is also at par and that is why this has to be seen that this divide in the entire society now be it educational be it digital be it economical be it in the healthcare services it needs to be checked So if it we all we talk about the essential services and in that if we talk about the education so the article points out that only 6% of the rural and 25% of the urban households have a computer so this was according to the national sample survey data of 2017 now can you imagine this situation that where you and i easily can access basic things like smartphones we also have laptops we might have our ipads our tabs etc and still in the entire country of the whole of the rural population only 6% of the people are able to avail a laptop which means only 6% have a computer and only 25% in the urban households now we might consider that the situation is much better in the urban places or something like that but to be honest depending upon the data it is not the case so in even in the urban households only 25% of the households have computers and please see it is talking about the households and not even the individuals so let's say if there are 100 families so in the rural uh, you know uh, situation only 6 out of these 100 families now can you imagine that even that one resource of one computer is being shared by the whole family so that is the situation which is prevailing currently in the nation then only 17% is in rural and 42% in the urban have internet now if at all they have some devices then again the problem comes of the internet services Now as we know that of course many villages in the country still battle around for having good electricity con- uh, communication as well or connection as well and in such situation we can imagine that what could be the situation with the internet so it's only 17% in the rural areas and only 42% in the urban areas that have internet So a survey was conducted by the NCERT Azim Premji Foundation ASET and the Oxfam basically 
through this survey it came out that around 27 to 60% could not access online classes for various reasons such as the lack of devices which were the shared devices and even such other devices 25% indians lived in single room uh, as per the data from 2017 to 19 and girls are expected to do household chores now this again points out the problem of patriarchy as well wherein earlier it was already very hard to send in the girls to the school and after the pandemic made everybody every student to stay back at homes the girls were more ex- uh, expected to work in the households and thus they faced a higher or a greater brunt of the school lockdowns and also if we talk about the healthcare services so the digital solutions create additional bureaucracy for all sick persons in search of health services and app based solutions can exclude the poor entirely or squeeze their access to scare health services so now as we know that as i had already mentioned before as well that people do not have the basic awareness and knowledge of using the basic apps for healthcare system and that is why mostly the poor and the uneducated are left out out of the system also booking covid vaccines is harder for people without phones or computer or internet and if we talk about the digital health id under the digital health mission of india so due to the lack of data privacy law in india as we have been discussing this several times by now that india still does not have a data protection law it is still a bill and also as you know as it was proposed by justice b n shri krishna committee which said that it was very very essential if we at all want to move further in the digital system in the digital world we need to have the data protection and the data privacy law which we still lack also the private insurance companies can use to deny poor people insurance or charge high premium because of the lack of data and even there is a good chance that this private data of the patients of the individuals can be misused by any hackers if at all there is no data privacy and protection law in the country with this let's discuss the second article for the day which talks about the national health services in india so the people involved in the treatment or prevention of the covid-19 are doing their desperate best at the high risk of contracting the virus now of course we know the frontline workers be it our doctors the midwifes nurses asha workers and various such people associated in this direction they're actually at a very high risk themselves of contracting the virus so if we talk about the health system which is under stress so the public spending on health is set to double in the year 21 to 22 but we must also acknowledge that in the indian system approximately only 1% of the gdp used to be spent for long time on healthcare system and it was much debated thing that we need to spend more on the health and that is why it was said that keeping in mind that what kind of huge population that we have at least 2 to 3% of the gdp should be given to the health system though it is expected that it would be increasing in the year 21 to 22 but currently it was still at 1% of the gdp and if we talk about the doctor population ratio so it is about 1 to 40000 in the rural areas now can you imagine that what would be the pressure on one single doctor and ultimately we can obviously decide for ourselves that what would be the quality of healthcare services that would be finally delivered when there are 40000 patients for one alone doctor so definitely the the pressure on the healthcare system is immense and that is why in the long run the quality is what we actually Uh, a hamper about uh, or its quality is what actually what is compromised 
and if you talk about the medical expenses they constitute the major reason for personal debt in india so according to various reports it has been found out that when people mostly are taking loans and personal debts for various kinds of medical expenses now you might notice that whenever we run youtube or various other applications we might see various applications various ads like uh, milap we have keto we have uh, help age india and you know various uh, such uh, institutions that are working for fundraising now what they do is that actually they help the people who are in dire need of money for their personal you know medical expenses but just imagine that there must be still lakhs and lakhs of people who are not able to make these expenses work for themselves let's say that a simple transplant a bone marrow transplant a kidney transplant it costs lakhs and lakhs of money and in such a situation a person who just earns let's say some 100 bucks or some few bucks of the entire day and only some few thousands of the uh, month can we imagine that how would that person be able to make possible that treatment for himself or for his family or his children so the environmental conditions also such as the air pollution caused 1.7 million deaths in india in 2019 so we might not be very serious with the problem of air pollution but we it we should understand that it is very very alarming as it caused 1.7 million deaths in india in the year 2019 and the annual business cost of air pollution is 95 billion dollars which is about 3% of the gdp which means this is actually what we lose out of the air pollution so if we talk about the national health services in the year 1946 a civil servant who was sir joseph bore submitted a detailed proposal for the national health services modeled by on the british national health uh, services so basically back then itself a complete comparison a complete modeling of the british system was brought on to the indian system so bore recommended that we should use preventive and curative medicine and that should be integrated at all the levels so if we talk about the britain's uh, britain's national health service model so it is funded entirely from the general tax which is collected from the people the budget includes payment to the general practitioners the doctors also all hospital treatments and medicines are free as are outpatient and follow up appointments and with around 1.1 million the national health services is the largest employer in the united kingdom and the budget alone is of 7.6% of the gdp so i hope that you can get an idea as to how self sufficient and efficient this national health system or the national health service of britain is and that is why it is said in this article that at least some points from this system can be brought on to the indian system as well With this let's see what do we have for news in flash today first Al Aqsa mosque violence So amidst the conflicts in Israel more than 305 Palestinians were hurt in the violence at the Al Aqsa Mosque in Israel. So this mosque is significant to both Jews as well as Muslims. So we should know that historically Jews and Muslims did not ethnically share a very good and happy relationship but still this Al Aqsa Mosque which is situated in Israel please keep that in mind as well. It is very much significant for as a pilgrimage site for both Jews as well as the Muslims. Second Operation Samudra Setu second Singapore Kuwait and Qatar have dispatched the oxygen cylinders concentrators and test kits to India under the operation Samudra Setu second so in this the naval ships of India which are INS Erawat INS Trikand and INS Kolkata have been deployed for this operation also this consignment is a part of the french mission called as oxygen solidarity bridge thirdly and finally new vaccine candidates to so beside the already available vaccines three new vaccine candidates look quite promising these are firstly 
the DNA vaccine for spike protein, which is prepared or manufactured by Zydus Cadilla. Second, recombinant spike protein, which is made by the biological E. And thirdly, self-amplifying messenger RNA or the SAM RNA for spike protein, which is made by Genova. So please keep these names in your mind as well. With this, we are done for the day. We hope it was a good and informative session for you all. Thank you so much for staying tuned with Lossico. Please subscribe to our channels for such more updates to come.